Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning. Planning 101. And it is Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavens with you. And as always, Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. Good Monday morning. And uh, boy, do I have a topic picked out for Monday. Well, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad topic, though. It's not a bad topic. You've been good lately. I've been good. I've been okay. Yes, I have. So, um, But this morning, we're going to talk about who is the right advisor for you. And I have to say, um, upfront disclosure, obviously, I'm going to have some bias to this, right? Uh, there's no sure doubt. Not. Yeah. Um, but I will try to be as factual as possible uh, during the show. Um, it's going to be evident where my culture and beliefs come out and the reason that we do what we do, obviously. But the goal is to be factual with this show because I think it's important for people to know really what's out there and what they have for options and what they think that may not be and uh, what they may not know that they need. So um, that's really what today's about. And in addition to this, there's this huge hype. If you've uh, read anything investment-wise about the DOL, uh, Department of Labor, and they've come down on uh, the investment industry really hard. And the reason why, and it's nothing bad, and we actually did a show about this probably a year ago, but the reason why was someone in um, political world, their family member got abused by an investment broker. And, you know, so there is good and there's bad about it. The problem is, is the DOL has not been communicating with the SEC. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's good, there's bad, there's really bad. And there's changes, lots and lots of changes. And if you're listening to the show and you're not one of our clients, your advisors probably called you and made a lot of changes in the last six months. And the reason why is to comply with these rules of the DOL. Virtually, uh, at the end of the day, what they're trying to do is take commissions out of the business entirely. Wow. Okay. Yes. Wow is right. And, and it comes to IRAs. This is when we're talking about IRAs, but this happened in Europe. It was first IRAs, then it was everything. So, um, but making it a fee-based business entirely fee-based. Yes, that's what they and and what they're trying to say is that you have a fiduciary responsibility on your clients. We have already at Kennedy Financial have already been taking a fiduciary responsibility with our clients since the year two thousand. So we've been doing this for seventeen years. It's right. not a change for us um, whatsoever. But for many, 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 many investment people, this is a huge change. And when you say fiduciary and you put commission in the same 
sentence, it doesn't mesh well. You can still sell commissionable products, but if you do that, it opens you up to complete uh, lawsuit. Mm -hmm. So how many of advisors are going to do that? And there's been advisors literally just jumping out, retiring, uh, getting out of the business entirely. I, I don't even have the statistics, but it's crazy. It's it's like a huge opportunity for us with our smart money group looking to buy firms and, and grow because you know people want out because they don't want to have to comply with these rules. They don't know how to make money. Um, and and it's, really a, it's really not a good deal. People sounds like, oh, well, no commissions. That sounds like a good deal. Um, it's really not because it hurts the little guy. Um, if you think about someone that has a thousand bucks or five thousand dollars, okay, and they want to know where to invest that money, and a broker or an investment advisor can't charge a charge a commission to be able to do that, how is that person ever going to get good? advice because at a thousand dollars if you're paid one person a year as a fee-based advisor which is approximately what we earn for our business that's a whopping hundred dollars a year and i I can't service a client on a hundred dollars a year. Just can't do it. Right. You know, so it really is hurting the little folks. And you know, you watch. We talk a lot about emotional investing on this show, right? Right. And the ups and downs of the market, and the importance of staying focused and staying centered and uh, listening to your advisor. Well, the little guy isn't going to have that advisor. So I'm. I, even though we don't, we're not commission um, heavy at all. I'm anti this rule from the perspective of the little guy. I, I think it actually hurts rather than than helps. But it is important to know what's going on. Um, Money Magazine just came out with a full article, and I read it. Because Money Magazine is really a consumer magazine um, designed for you to be able to take tips away. And I always have a a little bit of beef with Money Magazine because um, I go back to my dad's seminars that he used to do in 1992. And this is, yeah, this is, um, he had this in his seminar and it was in the 80s and it had Money Magazine. It said the the 32 best funds, mutual funds of the year. And then, then like two months later, the 30 best mutual funds of the year and then two months later the 21 best mutual funds of the year and it kept going down to one one mutual fund so you know money magazine give them you know whatever it's worth right Right. um they give generic advice like a lot of um people do you know and that's one thing on the show we we try to always say that um you know we're giving a lot of things out on the show but we never want anybody to be able to take it generically because you shouldn't you shouldn't take dave ramsey or Susie Orman or Money Magazine or any of those people generically for your fit. It's good to gain knowledge. I I don't disagree with that and fill your bank. But to follow those things without knowing if it's a fit for you or not, how how do you know? It's not a one-size-fits-all No, it's not. Um, In fact, I was at, I've been at the horse vet a lot recently. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, my pocketbook fills it. And I was there with my farrier, and he was telling me about another vet that they have basically one solution for everything, for a, a, a problem with the foot, that they basically reset the foot. And he says the problem is, is that, 
everything doesn't work like that. And I thought, you know, what a perfect analogy. I mean, if you imagine going into a doctor and you knew you were going to get the same result every time, why even go, right? If you knew they were going to give you the same answer every single time, why even go? And unfortunately, that's what happens in our industry. We see a lot of that, that one size fits all. You know, if, if you see people that either, like, and I'll give you an example, hate annuities, they're a one-size-fits-all. Think about that, yes. okay? If they love annuities, guess what? They're a one-size-fits-all. Does it work like that? Should it work like no. that? No. Every every person's plan is different. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So we're going to get through um, a lot of things on the show today, and I want to give you some, some good consideration and questions and some things that you can do to research for yourself to help yourself as we go through this time, and also to know if you've actually outgrown your advisor, and I think that's another important aspect of all this. So you don't want to miss it when we come back. Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson. Thanks for joining us great information here on life planning 101 angela kennedy robinson you have lots more great information yes for us. yes we do and we're talking about something i think is really important because if you haven't seen it already you're going to see news about the department of labor coming down on the investment industry and um you know there's good and there's bad about this it really is because uh, like i said it's it's it came from a good place and something needs to be done but the fact that they're not communicating with the sec has kind of left some holes right. and it's important for you to know know about what these holes are and especially because you know all of us and we, we've talked we talked about this two weeks ago and I, I we even had a twitter poll and the funny thing was is the the results came back like 75 percent of our twitter poll said yes i am a danger to my own investments okay <laughs> so we all know this if we're just willing to look in the mirror and say yes that's a true fact we'll answer right it to an anonymous twitter poll we that's, that's right that's we won't, right we won't announce it to the public that's that's exactly right. So, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, when we get fear or greed in our way, hot opportunities look awesome, don't they? Um, you know, we also talked about the story a couple weeks ago about the gentleman I mentioned that lost 70% of his IRA because he thought he should go into silver. By the way, we found out last week because we called with him trying to get everything figured out, um, the spread they took on that silver. You ready for this? 32.99%. Wow. Yeah. So there is a need for, for fixing this industry. There's no doubt about that. But in the meantime, what do you do? Because in, in my opinion, um, you, you can't just go out there and do nothing. You know, some of us have that old adage in our heads. Well, what you don't know can't hurt you. What I don't do can't hurt me. Absolutely not. It's probably going to hurt you worse, right. you know. So um, you have to do something. And I think um, there's kind of a series of things you can start looking at. And, you know, the first thing is knowing that you have what's called a right fit advisor. Okay, someone that's right for you. Uh, Matt Irvin, that's been on the show with us a few times last week, he was he he was talking to us about a young client that may uh, come on board, and I had met with him, and I was unsure um, of him, and he said, "Yeah, I get you. I get I get what you're saying because it's like a marriage." 
And I said, we're going to be married for a long time, right? And so if we can't get our foundation put together in that marriage correctly, then there can be a lot of risks in that marriage, right? right. For both sides. And we want to protect ourselves. We've been sued. We know what it's like to go through some really bad things because not necessarily that the, the client did it themselves, but maybe their kids or, uh, you know, uh, there's been other circumstances circumventing that, but that's not fun. And it's always on your record and you always have to do explaining uh, when that comes up so it's just as important for us to protect ourselves as it is for the client to protect themselves you know and um, that's that's true when you're entering a relationship with an advisor it is like a marriage and you've got to be able to feel good about it right I feel 100% about it and you don't need to be having any last minute (laughs) you know thinking I don't know if I want to do this and I think the biggest thing to um, to that question is is asking yourself one question is that advisor interested in you they have your best interest (laughs) at heart that's right that's right because this DOL can mandate that but is that really their mindset? Is that really their culture? Is that really what's behind why they do it? A lot of times, and when I came in the business, I actually had a coach. He, he said, why, why are you doing this? Why do you want to do this? You need to have a why. And I encourage you to ask anybody that you're working with, what is their why behind this business? So why are you in the business? Just ask the question, why Why should I do this? Yeah, or no, why Why are you in this business? Oh, why are you? Okay. As an advisor, why are you in this business? Let them explain to you why they're in this business, and you're going to know a lot from you know, what they tell you. The answer is to make a bunch of money. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not the best resort, right? But, um, you know, and and it's, it's, it's a hard one, but I think you're going to get a lot of that because they need to be interested in your your goals, your family, your present situation, your future, your outlook, all of those things. And I think that culture is the most important thing, right? Because sure. it's it's like your foundation. It's the one thing that can never change. This industry changes every day. And by the way, that brings up another point that if your advisor isn't bringing new things to you all the time to be able to say, hey, have we thought about this? Or, hey, we need to revisit this. Or, hey, let's make sure everything's still on track. You got a problem there, too. Because in reality, this business changes every day. You've got to be proactive. You've got to be able to know. I mean, are they talking about tax reform on Capitol Hill right now? Absolutely. How much could that change things? We've talked about that a lot on here. Uh, We have talked about that a whole lot. We're going to be talking about it again next week. Okay? So, I mean, it is so important for that advisor to be able to stay ahead of what's going on and bring that information to you and make sure that, that you're fitting with that. Right? It's not just a reality active scenario right how much money does the advisor make think about that you want to know sure you do we always tell our clients this is how we get paid our biggest deal is that we're not going to double dip because in reality we cannot fee everything we want to we're trying we're moving that direction we have for 17 years been moving that direction but we can't do it it's impossible because of what we need to do for our clients at this point but it's important for you to know that it's important you know how do they get paid are they double dipping and and you want that full disclosure and it should be available for you right so when we come back let's break down those fees and see exactly what happens and then i want to go into cpas insurance agents attorneys financial planners and registered investment advisors and give you kind of a full synopsis of what each of those actually means All right, we'll be back with more Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY. 
final segment of Life Planning 101. More great information coming your way from Angela Kennedy Robinson. So, how does the advisors, how do they make money, right? We want to know. Well, basically, there's three different ways. A planning fee, a commission, or a management fee. Planning fee, usually a flat fee, an hourly rate. You're accustomed to this when you go to an attorney. The commission. Commission is usually paid by the product that sold up front. And there's been heavy regulation on the amount of commission to make that kind of fair and balanced. And, you know, they have what's called in the SEC, this is where the SEC and the DOL are not talking. The SEC, they have what's called churning, that you can't push a product too many times so you're making money just to do it to make money, right? And then they also have what's called a management fee that you can put it kind of as a wrapper around an investment account and you charge a percentage off of that account. And that works well because if the money goes up, the advisor makes more money. If the investments go down in value, the advisor gets hurt too. So it kind of puts them on the same side of the fence, right? So that's good. And in the SEC world, there's what's called reverse churning. So if you're not proactive enough in those accounts, then you're going to get hammered for that, right? Because you're charging a management fee to do it. So there's been a lot in the DOL. And what you'll notice in your accounts, like at Edward Jones or AG Edwards, we've seen a lot of this, is that people are switching their clients over to these advisory accounts so they can charge this management fee rather than getting the commission, right? Well, it sounds all grand. The problem is, is that they're still going into what's called proprietary funds. So is that truly a liquid thing that you can get out of? The answer may be no. For example, uh, Edward Jones has their own thing of bonds. If you want to sell those bonds, you may not be able to sell them. There's some lack of liquidity issues there. So it's important for you to kind of know what you're looking at. Not to say anything's bad or good or indifferent. I'm indifferent here, okay? But it's important for you to understand what that means. You know, you have what's called captive and independent, and that's in the insurance world, that's in the investment world. You That means you're either with a company and you can sell what the company tells you to sell, or you're independent and you can basically do what you need to do for the client. We choose to be independent, as you know, because we're planning-centric, okay? Because not one size fits all, and we use thousands of companies um, out there because we do what makes sense. It takes a lot more work to do that. Um, so a lot of people don't want to do that. You know, most people want one or two people in their office and they don't want to deal with a staff of 15 or 20. So it's just, it's up to the advisor on how their business practices ran, right? Right. And so it's important for you to kind of know that on your end. Now let's talk a little bit about these different advisors. So many people I hear um, these days, and I don't know what it is, maybe it's just because of taxes, that they're CPA is their advisor. Well, unless your CPA is a CFP or has practiced in the financial planning arena, that's really impossible for them to be that. And the only reason I say that is because they don't know anything about investments. They may look at things from a tax perspective and tell you something, but they cannot look at it from an investment perspective and tell you something. So you have to be conscientious there because the CPA is always going to give you negative connotation towards an investment. FYI. They will because they cannot give you positive affirmation of it because they are not licensed in that area. 
Think about that. True. Okay, so don't go to your CPA for an investment advice. They can look at things from a tax efficiency perspective, but they can't look at things from an investment advice perspective. So be very conscientious because we all have a trusted relationship. I do with my CPA. My gosh, I, I depend on him to keep me out of hot water, right? <laughs> so it's important to do that. The other thing we talked about on the show, you know, is thinking, are they backward looking or forward looking? Are they reactive? Are they proactive? Who's asking the questions? You or the CPA? Think about that for a second, okay? Because a lot of times we misconstrue people listening to us, what we have to say, is getting good advice. Because we all like to be listened to. Think about that. True. Okay? But what's actually happening in those conversations? Think back over those. Um, and I, I, I encourage you to do that because your CPA, again, is does a lot of listening. And that's that's what they're there for. And I think that's that relationship. And I'm not knocking them. I, I love CPAs. Okay? We have to have them. <laughs> and accountants. But the thing is, is we just got to use them in the right perspective. Insurance agents. Um, insurance and annuities. That's what they can do. And a lot of them are getting out of the annuity world entirely because of this DOL issue. You saw State Farm say, eject, as soon as the thing came out. Kid you not. They made their, their, uh, most of their advisors drop their licenses. Really? Yes. They're they're out of the uh, investment world entirely. Attorneys, laws, and taxes, that's what they're good at, right? They don't know much about investments unless they are a registered investment advisor and an attorney so be conscientious that again they can look at the legal language but they can they actually look at the investment itself financial planners cfps just because they have that cfp registration doesn't necessarily mean that they know everything that's out there to know they know a little bit about a lot okay and that's good i i like to know a little bit about a lot because that gives us a a ability to be able to ask the right questions and then you have your registered investment advisors okay and your registered investment advisors are the ones that actually know what they're doing with the investments. Okay, so it's important to think about that. And, and as a registered investment advisor, they can't charge commissions. Okay, so lots to think about, right? <laughs> lots to think about. But the big thing about today, the big takeaway, is I want you to pause for a second. I want you to ask yourself two questions. I want you to ask yourself, do I really have the right advisor for me? Have I outgrown my advisor? The advice that they're able to give me. Who is asking the questions, me or them? Are they being reactive or proactive, right? Or are they making changes just because of a rule? And if they are, have they really had my best interest in mind all along? Good questions. Yes, they are good questions. And remember, we're going to have a lot of resources on our website. You can go there, kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning. Answer our weekly poll. And we appreciate everyone. God bless you. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. And you can catch this show again on Saturday at 9 a.m. on both KTX and KWVY. Is that in case I talk too fast? (laughs) Sometimes. That's right. And uh, then also... uh, uh, it'll be online at uh, kennedy-financial.com. That's correct? correct. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Angela. Have a great week. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.